Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Buster only from Sunday Night Baseball and uh, all of the other great things that Buster does uh, at ESPN. Thanks so much for your time, Buster. Good to have you on the show. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good to talk with you guys. Thanks so much. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll start with Bob Melvin. A few days ago, he was manager of the Padres. Now he's the manager of the Giants. Uh, how does all this look to everybody in the outside looking in around baseball? Well, folks with other teams uh, were surprised when we got the initial announcement that Bob was going to continue as the Padres manager because they had just been hearing the stories of the unhappiness. And they fully expected that, uh, you know, one way or another, Bob was going to be out of there, whether he was fired or, you know, something like that happened with the Giants worked out. You know, as soon as the the Giants moved on from Gabe Kapler, I mean, I was hearing from people right away, like that's the guy that Farhan wants is Bob Melvin uh, because he'd worked with him with the athletics. And so there was a lot of anticipation of that. So initially when the Padres, you know, were telling people that, you know, we're going to move forward, there were people like, really? <laughs> like uh given given the the degree of discord you know and i and i've seen aj's quotes from today where he and i did not hear them but i i saw them where he basically was uh you know we got along fine i i i mean that just is not at all reflective of what you heard during the course of the year that it was an oil and water situation between aj and and Bob and, you know, only those two guys really know who's responsible for that. They're the only ones who could figure it out. I think that's what Peter Seidler, when, uh, you know, late in the year, he was, uh, there's certainly a lot of indication he wanted the two of them to work it out. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what uh, what happens going forward. I, you know, I had someone say to me that uh, the other day with one of the, the teams that is still competing, uh, well, you know, there's one common denominator with all the manager turnover in San Diego, and that's AJ. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, you know what adjustments he makes going forward. Buster, obviously, the Padres begin their search now for a manager. I mean, it. How do you expect this kind of uh, search to go? I, I mean, I would imagine if the word has gotten out in terms of Bob Melvin being unhappy. And you mentioned, you know, the the thought that the turnover and AJ may be the 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 common denominator. How do you think the search will go outside the organization? Yeah, and it might be a little bit bit be a lot like what happened with the Red Sox and the head of baseball operations, right? Where uh, 
you know, the Red Sox wanted to bring in a Mike Hazen. They wanted to talk to other people at experience, including, you know, talking with Kim Ang. And they were turned down over and over and over by people who are like, uh, essentially, I, I think Brandon Gomes, for example, the general manager of the Dodgers, given a choice between being the head of baseball operations in the Red Sox or staying in place where they were, they were saying, no, there's, there's too much that, you know, too much uncertainty in that situation or whatever the reasons were. But it was clear a lot of people were turning them down. I think that's probably to some degree what the Padres might, uh, you know, might bump into, you know, based on, uh, you know, based on the stuff that I was seeing this year about the issues between Bob and AJ, which I think were fairly apparent early on after Bob joined the team. I think they really need someone who AJ has worked with in the past. He needs to pick somebody who's comfortable with him and his style, uh, you know, his level of intensity. Um, and, and, you know, Mike Schilt knows him and Ryan Flaherty knows him. And, you know, given everything that went on this year, you want someone that you can yeah. feel like can foster some degree of togetherness within that clubhouse and pull guys together. You know, is that flash? Uh, is it Mike Schilt? Uh, I think those are the big questions for AJ as he moves forward. And I think AJ needs to, and I'd say this to him if he called me and asked me, asked me my opinion, like he has to figure out and do some quality control in what he does and ask the question. So I've had, you know, the, these various people of various range of experiences and they're walking away and they're not happy. And what can, you know, what can he do better? In, in how he communicates and how he goes back and forth uh, with the manager to make that situation better because it was ugly this year. Buster only is with us. It was uh, it was not pretty on the field. We definitely know that, Buster. Although the Padres finished up only two games back of the Diamondbacks when it was all said <laughs> and done, so go figure yeah. go figure all of that. Uh, I, we were talking just during the last break here. I, can all of this unrest affect? the mind of somebody like a Juan Soto or the mind of, you know, people like that who are, you know, going to be free agents or need contracts, et cetera. I mean, Blake Snell, et cetera, Josh Hader. I mean, can this kind of thing come back to bite the Padres in other ways? It's, it's possible. I think with, uh, you know, guys who have choices, uh, you know, maybe between uh, if you get a veteran, I'm just, I don't have a name in particular. You get a veteran who has three choices and, he wants to, you know, go to a place where he feels good about the chance of winning after what happened this year. Maybe you're not feeling so good. But I think the number one question right now around the Padres is where's their payroll going to be? Hmm. Because that's going to dictate a lot. The bottom line is if you're going to cut their payroll down from where they were, you know, to, as Kevin AC suggested, uh, you know, back, I think, at the end of August, beginning of September, $200 million, that means significant change. Like, you can't keep necessarily a Juan Soto uh, and along with the Manny Machado and a Bogarts and Darvish, and you can't fit all those contracts in. At some point, you got to start making choices. If in fact they're going to bring the payroll down, if they're going to p- keep the payroll up. Then, then yeah, then I think that uh, you know Soto's going to evaluate all that. I would say this too: that generally speaking, you know, my experience is is that players, for the most part, uh, will take money. Uh, at the highest dollar figure. Trey Turner was an exception, as you guys know. Uh, you know, the, the Padres offered him more money than the Phillies, but he wanted to play with the Phillies. I, 
I thought that was the exception. It's more like CC Sabathia when he was a free agent. Yeah. The uh, the Angels offered him $100 million, the highest offer from any team in the state of California, and the Yankees offered him 161. I think CC held his nose and said, "Okay, I'll take the bigger <laughs> contract." He felt the responsibility. You know what? He went there and he enjoyed it. He did. It turned out he, he signed extensions. He loved it. But uh, yeah, I I think it's the the first question is, and and I think everyone wants to know is where is their payroll going to be because that's going to dictate so much of the so many of the decisions they have going forward. Buster only joins us ESPN and Buster, you bringing up CC. Brings me right back to Juan Soto because you're right. CC did not was not happy initially going to New York, but he ended up loving it, and now he makes his home there. Juan Soto's been here now for a season and and, and a half, and uh, he's had a good great season last year. It wasn't his norm, but it still was a, a great season. Do you see him possibly staying here in San Diego, or is it is he destined to hit the free agent market and, and test the waters as a Boris client? Well, and you, you, Anthony, you, you absolutely framed it perfectly because you know and I know that the vast majority of the Boris clients get, who get this close to free agency, they're going to go and test the market. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some exceptions. Uh, you know, Jared Weaver basically forcing his way back to the, to the Angels and, and Andrew Jones making a deal on the side with the Braves, it, it felt like. But for the most part, the Boris guys are going to go out and test the marketplace and and why wouldn't you? Um, you know, and I do think that he needs – Soto needs a full year from beginning to end where he just dominates. Yeah. And it felt like as time went on, uh, you know, he was more comfortable. I will tell you from talking with executives of other teams, it's becoming an open question of, okay, what is his – excuse me, is his comfort level really important to what he's going to bring to the table? Uh, because they're, you know, as you remember, when he joined the Padres, it took a while for him to get yeah. going. Beginning of the year, he's putting pressure on himself. Well, if you're an executive in in a big market, say New York, <laughs> yeah. in Boston, you're asking the question. So, if he comes here, is there yeah. going to be a period of adjustment? Is he is he necessarily someone who's going to like it here? What happens if he starts getting booed? What's the reaction from him? Those are now questions that sort of hang over him. It's not to say people don't respect his talent or don't think he can thrive, but I think that question is now attached to him moving forward. Well, the Padres situation, uh, soap opera rages on. The series is coming up, and one of our former managers is once again in the World Series. It's really amazing, Bruce Bochy, and uh, I'm sure you've heard all the same things that everybody else tells us, that uh, his communication skills and his ability to make guys comfortable is second to none and his ability to handle a bullpen. But Texas and Arizona can't possibly be a World Series that anybody predicted, Buster. What do you think of this matchup on uh, on uh, on the eve of the Fall Classic? No, back in February, I put in a ticket in Vegas for that exact one on the <laughs> Good Lord. I, you know, my line about the Diamondbacks is, has been, and, and, and I'm sure, Anthony, you did this when you guys won, where you'll hear, hear players and managers when they, you know, they win a championship, they go, no one believed in us. I mean, they could be the biggest prohibitive favorite ever, yeah. and that is the mantra you hear. <laughs> well, this is the first time in the history of sports it's actually true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> where no one thought this team had a chance uh you know and, and it wasn't like they they won one series right 
they went through a gauntlet of these terrific teams. The Brewers with their pitching at the end. They dismissed them. They beat the Dodgers, you know, first two games in Dodger Stadium. Then they beat the Phillies, who I think everybody thought they were the best team, you know, left on the board. So they're in a great position, uh, you know, and the Rangers. Uh, you're talking about a, a team that, you know, didn't look very promising at all. I, I was talking to, to Boach about this earlier in the year when, you know, I said, when did you think that you guys might have a chance to be good? And I, he said, you know, I, I thought our – Pitching, if DeGrom was healthy, you know, that that could be okay. And our offense, I thought, would be good. But then early in the year, they began to show signs of having a lot of depth in that lineup. And that's when he felt like they turned the corner. And and it's so funny. They have such a distinct personality, which I think in some ways reflects Boach's personality. Um, you know, you remember guys early in the year when teams would start doing these home run celebrations. And I really – I don't mean to bang on these, but, you know, teams are doing the homer hose and the, you know, the, the helmets and the spikes and doing all those things in their dugout. And I called one of the Rangers players, and I was like, what are you guys doing? He goes, you don't do that crap. Like, <laughs> Marcus Simeon is such a great pro. Yeah. And Corey Seager is a great pro. You know, those guys set the tone, and DeGrom has that personality. Uh, you know, Jordan Montgomery now is like that. Nathan Evaldi, they're all these guys who are really serious about baseball and, and you know that played out over the course of the year and then of course you have Boach you know the other day I was part of the uh the our coverage uh, uh for the American League playoffs and I was in um in Dallas and in Houston and I looked at Boach the other day and I said hey uh boy the, the Padres looks like a Padres manager's kind of getting pushed out and going to the Giants you ever heard of that before yeah and he had this little grin on his face <laughs> That's him. You know, he 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 absolutely loves it there. And uh, Chris Young, unlike a lot of front offices, yeah. uh, you know, general managers, when he hired Boach, he told him, "Hey, I'm bringing you in, and you run the team, you run the pitching staff, you manage," as opposed to the micromanaging that we're seeing in a lot with a lot of teams coming down from the front offices. It's no doubt about it that. Uh... Boach is in a spot where there is a cohesive understanding of, of who's doing what and, and how is it going to go down. Buster, uh, a great some great information, man. Appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. Okay, guys. Always Good fun stuff, to talk Buster. with you. Thank you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.